Hey guys, welcome back to the Avoiding Broke podcast. And what a week it has been in the world of personal finance, money, the economy, and everything else. Um, with me, Jermaine, obviously. And guys, I hope you've all had a fantastic week and really looking after yourselves. So folks, this week, I just kind of want to maybe have a think about some of the interesting moves we've seen happening in the macro economy, um, particularly here in the UK, but you've seen some interesting stuff happen abroad. And just start thinking again, what does it mean for us? What can we do with it? How might we choose to move forward? Um, so one of the really big things, actually, and I think this is important for all of us in kind of Western economies to start thinking about is the US assigned, I think it's another $1.9 trillion stimulus bill. So it's going to relate to some direct payments to citizens. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of money um, for the COVID vaccination schemes, as well as obviously to helping businesses through this crazy economy. Folks, this is the kind of stuff we've got to be paying really, really, really close attention to. Because for quite a while on Avoiding Broke, we've been talking about people printing money and what that means. I mean, when you relentlessly, relentlessly, relentlessly print fake money into an economy, it becomes a really, really strange environment because you no longer really understand what the value of a pound is or what the value of a dollar is. So you've got to be really careful about it. And I think for anyone who's out there who's thinking about saving, now's a really good time to kind of ask yourself, well, what vehicles am I really saving in? And is it kind of worth it? I mean, a good example is we are broadly at incredibly flat, very low interest rates on all savings accounts anywhere you go. Um, there's talk of us moving into a negative rate territory, which is kind of mad. It's almost like savers paying to hold their money in a bank. And you've got to think to yourself, all right, well, if you've got a little bit of money, well, what return are you getting it, getting in a bank? It's pretty bad. You might then look at other investments. But, you know, when you think about even things like the stock market and trackers, which people often like to talk about tracker funds offering great returns. I think, again, you've got to be really careful because a lot of this fake money is what is being pumped into commercial systems. And you've got to, again, ask, is the performance of the stock market and the companies in it, does it really reflect the reality we have, which is obviously COVID economy? massive uncertainty, um, generally business struggling? Um, I would say typically the answer is no. Typically, the underlying health of the stock market is not reflective of the economy that we actually have. And in which case, you've got to be thinking smartly. And of course, we've been really honest about the fact that we are looking a little bit more at cryptocurrency. So it's kind of giving us a slightly different dimension. Um, we can see some real benefits in the space. Uh, I think the key thing is to get education. And to the extent you can, um, I'm in favour of kind of putting a little bit of money in and putting some skin in the game and learning by doing. So that's been an interesting um, development for us. And it's, it's a space that we're going to commit to. Uh, I think a lot of the principles make a lot of sense to me. And so we're going to keep investigating that and we'll update you kind of as and when we go along. Property is also a, a fascinating space. Um, and maybe we'll kind of take that as a second topic for today. Um, so in the UK, we basically had a bit of relief on stamp duty um, on properties up to 500k. And there's talk now of that being extended. So the whole relief was due to end at the end of March this year. There's talk, I think, of that being extended out by about three months. Let's see. Um, we don't know what's going to happen if the extension is going to come in before the budget, if it's going to come in as part of the budget or if indeed it doesn't come in at all. 
Um, you know, guys, I think that's a really fascinating change because property is a huge driver of economic performance generally. Right. I mean, if you think about the cost involved in buying a home, if you think about stamp duty that you pay, if you think about the local impact of things like council taxes, and then if you think about all the other types of economic benefit of property. So you pay for moving firms, you pay to, you know, all the furniture companies, um, department stores, all of this kind of stuff. I think that's a really big um, jolt to kind of help the system start operating. So I'm really optimistic about it. I mean, anyone who's been watching us for a while knows that I've been optimistic about an extension in stamp duty relief as, as long as it came out. Because as soon as I heard it was March, it was like, nah, that's not long enough. Um, you've In a flat, depressed economy, you've got to do more and property is a big driver. So I think, guys, watch the space. Because some of you are going to have the opportunity to invest and you may have been holding back a little bit because you didn't think you were going to get in before the end of March deadline. Now is the time to reassess that because the opportunity could be there um, and there could also be bargains to be had because, you know, what's kind of happened is if you do get an extension to stamp duty um, relief, you've got more time to obviously get a deal done. But on the same at the same time we've seen generally more strains in the economy which means more people may be looking to actually sell up cash in and take some of their money out so i think the op the opportunity to get some deals in the kind of period from kind of mid to end march through to june if they do extend it i think it's going to be really good uh, i'm certainly going to be looking around for a few bits and just see if anything's possible because i i do think we could see some really some really good, I think we could see some really good value. Um, you know, it's got nothing to do with trying to time any dips or downturns. I just think there are a couple of macroeconomic factors that if you put them together, it could be, it could be really interesting. So yeah, property is the other one. So on, on the, on the one hand, you've got stimulus on the, on the one hand, the US have announced and the UK is due to come in the next week and a bit. And then on the other hand, you've got, um, of course, like, changes in the housing market and the I think the shifting um, macroeconomics importance of housing um, potentially as being a big stimulant for our for our localized economies I think we're really going to see that start happening and guys I think the, the the final point to really make is the importance of using your time really well now in terms of getting your proper financial education so look, for anyone who's been following us for a while, you'll know that financial education is something that we talk about all the time. It's really important to constantly be learning. But what we're seeing now is this feels like a really interesting time where there's arguably not a not a huge amount happening that you can necessarily go and impact right now. As in, we are in COVID economies and it's kind of we're kind of going through the motions. And when that's the case, Sometimes it's a great time to kind of go and revisit your books, revisit your great YouTube videos and take some time to kind of really stimulate your education. Um, and just to give you a few examples of the kind of stuff that we're doing. So um, cryptocurrency is the big one because cryptocurrency could be all about the future of finances, um, the future actually of a lot, a lot of how we actually live our, our normal lives. And so a big educational push is coming around crypto. Um, there's a lot that we're doing in terms of property education. And, and for us, it's it's thinking about how to buy property in a post-COVID world 
And I'm also doing a lot of technical learning, understanding a bit more about accounting, finance and some of the some of the plumbings of how you account um, for property that you hold. And then there's another big element for me, which is going to be about business education. So looking at why businesses fail and, and, and kind of the lessons they've learned. Why is that, you might ask? Well, my hypothesis, right, or my thinking is that in the next few months, we might see a lot of businesses have trouble. Um, and unfortunately, it may happen because we've got so much stimulus and so much things like furlough and all this stuff. You know, like the number of businesses that are actually close to failure right now, you may not even really appreciate it. Why? Because the staff are getting paid on furlough. So if you look at like a good example would be just anyone on your like local high street, not your really big places like your Tesco's and this and big supermarkets or Walmarts. But have a look at those shops that they're closed. Their shutters have been down for months, but you don't realise their staff are kind of out of work because their staff have been getting paid by the government. Well, what happens when the government kind of pull that funding away? What really happens? More more often than not, those businesses are going to really struggle. What happens if um, economies, high streets, they open back up? But we're all so used to shopping online that we don't start venturing out again. I mean, do those businesses, do they remain viable? My gut feel is probably no, and that would be a real shame, but it's a gut feeling I do have. And I think in that kind of situation, what's really important is that all of us can be um, just thinking a little bit more critically. So if you do have a business, you should be reading um, great books about businesses that have failed. Um, and I think that one recommendation maybe is one called Only the Paranoid Survive. It's it's a really good book um, looking at a, a guy who used to run Intel. And it's just asking this question about um, how big shifts can occur in economies and in countries and across the world and in businesses that force us to think differently about what we see, how we think, how we behave. And when I'm reading this book, I, I, I just think about COVID and I just think, well, look, COVID has been the big shift in the world. So how should I be thinking about my personal economy, which is how I run my home, about, let's call it my local economy, which is, say, my friends, family, the local people that I have around me, my neighbours? And then how do I think more broadly, you know, with my employer, um, with any kind of business interests that I have, thinking about the world and my, my role as a global citizen? It's all shifting, guys. And, you know, what I keep saying to people who I speak to on a regular basis is let's not talk about what we usually do. Let's not talk about what we normally do. Um, you know, let's remember that that's all that's all gone. I mean, anyone who looks at you and says, oh, what we usually do is what does usually even mean? I mean, now we live in a covid world and then we're going to be in a post covid world. That's what's going to be the new normal. It's not what we used to do. It's what not what we previously did kind of a year and a half, two years ago. So we've got to make that mental shift and good literature helps us do that. Um, so there you have it, guys. Three big things that I've been picking up this week that have really been important for me and have been adding value. Um, so one is thinking really smartly about how much fake money is being printed and wondering how that's going to affect me and the world that I live in. Um, the other is looking at interesting shifts in the housing market. You know, housing is the and property ownership, land, where we live. It's a, it's a key thing that unites all of us because it's one of our basic needs. Um, so it's really important that all of you are thinking about where you live, the situation you find yourself in, and you're assessing that property 
in a really smart way because it's not just about property ownership it's like if you're living and rent or renting somewhere thinking about your role as somebody who's paying rent and 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 how you feel whether or not you can continue to pay that rent making sure you're open and honest with your landlord or landlady all of these things are really important and then it's just making sure we get that constant education because our brain is our number one tool guys you know our bodies exist to carry the brain if you think about it the brain sits at the top everything is beneath it the bodies carry the brain and the brain does not get properly nourished through television and and computer games as much as i like television and computer games it gets nourished by reading by meditation by good music by relaxation um by good health and all these things so guys as ever please um keep following us smash the like button share this video with a few of your friends who you think could get some value from it um, if you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much. We love having you with us. Um, and if you have any questions, um, the best way to um, send us any questions is on YouTube, is the Avoiding Broke channel, and just leave something in the comments. And we are really good at getting back to you pretty quickly. And as ever, guys, love being here with you. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week ahead and I'll speak to you soon. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. listening we really hope you enjoyed that episode we'd love to hear from you especially any feedback that you have so please do get in touch the easiest way is on linkedin instagram facebook or on twitter and guys the, the ideas that we cover in this podcast um are, are based on fundamentals that we've been spending time on and covering a book called avoiding broke um, which is available on amazon and crucially for us, we are continuously learning. Um, so please, as Leanne says, do send your feedback in. Uh, share with us any ideas that you have, any comments, questions. And we would love for you to be part of this great journey that we're on um, to improve our financial education and improve our financial life.